listening to the Full 10 Yards Podcast with your host, Timothy Lambert Monk. What's going on, NFL fans? This is the Full 10 Yards Podcast. Hope you are all very, doing very well. Thank you so much for joining us. Glad that you could be part of the podcast here. Today is Friday, the 27th of July. Happy birthday to my sister. Um, hopefully you, you've got my card. Good show in front of us today. Though it's a, it's a sad day in some respects. Um, today, or yesterday, marked uh, the James Coe's last podcast on the NFL Fantasy Live. And it's somewhat end of an era, really. James Coe, obviously the last of the main four guys to leave that group. Obviously you had franchise leaving uh, way back when to go to EA Sports, and then you had uh, Matt Harmon uh, going to Yahoo, uh, Alex Gelhar obviously leaving to do law school, but and, uh, obviously James Coe dropping the bombshell on Tuesday that he was also leaving the NFL Fantasy Live podcast. I just wanted to say thank you and express my gratitude to those guys. They are what pretty much inspired this podcast, to be quite honest. I had the pleasure of playing fantasy football against them last season uh, in the Fantasy Listener League, which was a lot of fun. And like I say, it kind of inspired me to get this whole podcast going, and so I just want to thank them for it. So I'm not sure if I'll continue to listen on. Obviously, Marcus Grant there uh, is still going to be there, but I don't really know what the kind of the future holds for that podcast. So if there's any recommendations there, there could be a, a new slot opening for a new podcast. But yeah, like I said, I just want to say thank you to those guys there for having a fun podcast, having a bit of a goof around, and obviously <clears throat> I was very accustomed and very in tune with the way they, they did the podcast, you know, I'll miss the way Alex Gilhall always kind of shuffles them along and pretty much brought that podcast out back from the dead. Uh, of course, you had Franchise's hot takes in his pants and you had Harmon with his, his constant being attacked, um, representing West Virginia and obviously James Coe. Um, I might, what I might do in, in honour of, of James Coe is look at the numbers every every podcast we do. So I might do a little thing where I've looked at some certain numbers or at least plop that um that phrasing just to kind of say thank you for getting me into NFL, getting me into NFL fantasy and certainly making, you know, their podcasts were an hour long and it's a hard, it's a hard thing to do having an hour podcast. that's fun. You know, just look at mine <laughs> at some point. Mine, mine may, may well be fun, but um, moving on uh, a couple of bits of news to get through. Obviously training camp has started this week. So there's just been a lot of montages from, Different teams, I think it was uh, Tennessee and Miami, and to name to name but a few, but doing montages of their quarterback running onto the field. I think Washington was the other one. Um, didn't really know what to make of it, really, but I suppose we are getting that close to football now. I think uh, time of recording, what we 41 days, I think now. Um, preseason Hall of Fame games just around the corner, so that's exciting. Quite interesting to see how training camp goes for some uh, for some teams. There are, there are a couple of situations there that I'm looking to see what kind of goes on. Obviously, you've got all your rookie running backs. You know, you've got your Ronald Joneses, your Royce Freemans, taking on the the more established guys, veterans in those backfields. But also, you know, you've got wide receiver cores in say I don't know uh, Dallas, uh, Jacksonville, but also quarterback battles in New York, uh, Arizona as well. You know, there's, there's quite a few decent bits of storylines there, and I'm working on a couple of articles where. Uh, I'm writing down uh, on paper kind of some storylines in camp and how I think certain divisions will play out this year. So keep your eyes out peeled for that. And like I say, we've got quite a lot of podcasts lined up as well. So if you like your NFC North, if you like the Vikings, if you like uh, NFC East, 
if you like Dynasty, if you like IDP, uh, we've got a few podcasts coming up over the next couple of weeks. And don't forget, uh, second week in August, I can now announce, is Britball Week. So the week before, I'm going to be interviewing a, a lot, a lot of teams, uh, coaches and players. So if you want to get a, a question across to them, uh, I'll play some questions out. And, you know, we, we've got teams like the East Pride Pirates. We've got the Edinburgh Wolves, you know, Sheffield Giants, Tamworth Phoenix, Bristol Aztecs, South Wales Warriors, uh, to name but a few. Maybe drive over to our, our Twitter and post us a question or use the Voice by app. Um, lucky enough to have that platform to be able to submit some voicemail uh, type questions to us. Download the, It takes a couple of clicks to submit a message to us. So if you go into our Twitter at full 10 yards, find a web recorder button and submit a post. You can log in on Facebook uh, or any social media that you have. So it's very, very easy. And who knows, we might, we might give away a prize for some of the best ones. So yeah, quite keen and quite eager to get that going, get that being used and get you guys a voice on the podcast. That would be, that would be very good indeed. Back to the NFL. Uh, Julio Jones um, has agreed to report to training camp and it seems as though that the backroom staff there and the, and the and Julio Jones' agents are going to work out a deal so that they can get, get it all behind them, get him back on the training camp and get him on the field. Obviously, there's a couple of players. Earl Thomas, I think he reportedly said he's done and uh, Aaron Donald said he's not going to he's not going to play until they, someone reworks his contract. So there's a couple of things bubbling over there. Uh, Le'Veon Bell's obviously the other one. Um, David Johnson, I think, will probably get a contract during the season, obviously, with the suspension to the uh, general manager there. It's Steve Kimes, I think it is. Um, last bit of news, Des Bryant reportedly uh, being touted to a spot to Cleveland, which is quite interesting, actually. It's a very good spot for, for Cleveland. I mentioned it on the podcast um, on Wednesday or uh, yesterday with... Lee Wakefield, that you know, he could be the end of Corey Coleman uh, if that is the case. But they don't really have an end zone, a red zone threat there in Cleveland, and he would he could certainly do uh, a job there. And who knows, you know, they've got cap space as well. So interesting to see what happens there. Obviously, Des Bryant is being undrafted at the moment in fantasy. If he gets picked up, I'd have thought he'd be probably the mid to late rounds. You know, you're talking eight, eighth, ninth round, because uh, like I say, it is a crowded uh, wide receiver. Wide receiver core there with Coleman, Landry, Josh Gordon. Uh, J- Josh Gordon, obviously, um, big bit of news with him. Uh, he's not going to training camp. He's sitting out. He's uh, on the NFI list, not uh, a non-football illness or injury uh, kind of report. He's taking a bit of time out. Obviously, I think he's going to get a bit of counselling just to kind of take the steam off a little bit, uh, which I think is a good move. Hopefully, uh, we can we can still see him on the on on the field come September, and nothing really bad has happened to him. But to today's show, you've obviously tuned in because you are a bit of a gambler and you fancy uh, some tips for the season. So what we've done is we've got Adam from Touchdown Tips to look at a various amount of markets uh, and posts. So, you know, Super Bowl winners, uh, d- conference winners, divisional winners, uh, and then certainly you know, team team props. And also, you know, most pass- passing, rushing, receiving yards. Got a few bets there and some awards. Uh, we've got a, a mythical £100 and we're going to spread that out. And what we're going to do is we're going to post them on the website and keep a track of those, obviously. And then I think we'll, we'll tweet them out as well. Maybe get your opinions on what you like, what you don't like, or who's, you know, got the more chance of making more profit. And then come the end season, we'll tally it all up, and then we'll see we'll see if we can get a forfeit in there somewhere of you know someone who makes certainly if we don't make any money or if we return a negative uh, negative return, then obviously we need to be 
need to give up our need to give up the job of doing that but we should see how we go so i'm looking quite uh, quite looking forward to that so let's get into it okay so we're time to talk more gambling and we're joined by adam wolford of at touchdown tips and adam have you got all your mon- uh, monopoly money out to uh, put all your bets down Yep, all ready to go. If only I had this proper money in real life, I could actually put some proper bets on. But uh, I'm a bit skint at the moment, so this will have to do. Talk, talk about Monopoly. Do you ever play Monopoly? Are you a Monopoly player? I'm not allowed. Oh, you're not allowed, is it? Because you always win or you're always the banker and cheat? I, I get angry. Oh, you get angry? <laughs> yeah. What, people, um, people doing stupid trades with everyone else and nothing with me. And it, yeah, it yeah. Doesn't, doesn't end well. What, what Monopoly piece do you play with? Uh, normally the car. Normally the car. I can't remember. I'm, I'm usually the boat. I think. And I usually I usually throw a hissy fit if I can't have the boat. But um, yeah, there we go. Uh, that, <laughs> See, ruin the game before you've even started. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't don't know why we're talking monopoly, but uh, yeah, let's 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 get into it. So yeah, obviously the point of this podcast is to lay down our bets for various uh, amount of markets. Obviously we've gonna we're gonna have the Super Bowl winner. We're gonna have some conference winners, divisional. Winners, but then some other little bits as well, which we will flip through. And what we're going to do is we're going to put these all up on the website, and so that people can track uh, how well, obviously, we're doing throughout the season. And if there's any, any of you listeners out there that want to submit all yours, please do so. Um, just tweet, uh, tweet us at Full Ten Yards or at Touchdown Tips, and we'll put. We'll, do you know what we'll do? We'll probably post some down as well, so you can kind of see how well you are doing compared to everyone else and you know if we get a lot of maybe a lot of people submitting theirs in as well maybe we'll we'll give a prize to to the person that maybe returns the most profit on on their bets but um be interesting to see how we do um i haven't really done and shot for the stars uh, on on any bets really which is probably a bad thing uh, it's always good to have a a big one just to kind of keep the interest going but we'll see how we will go i'm quite confident that the charges uh, are going to be quite prevalent in all my bets so i think i'm going to be on the sinking titanic ship of the charges this season so let's start off adam with a super bowl winner uh, no prizes for guessing who i've gone for but obviously the charges um i've, I've just gone uh, 25 to 1 bet 365 i've just gone for two pound 50 each way um with those i uh, still think that's quite a big uh, juicy set of odds for for the Chargers, certainly believe, think they should be under 20s. Um, I think 25s was the best by quite far. Um, I don't know, uh, who, who, have you, who have you got there for the for the outright? Yeah, from what I can tell, you could have got 33s a while ago, but obviously yeah. that's uh, been and gone by now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was. I don't want to say I'm with you on the Chargers because the Chargers are going to do what they always do. Yep. So I've had to go with the Vikings. Okay. Uh, the Vikings are, I believe, eleven to one. No, fourteen to one. You can get on Skybet for the Vikings. Awesome. Uh, Obviously, coming through a much more difficult conference. Uh, the um, but that's why the odds are generally a little bit better on the NFC side because they know there's two or three teams that yeah. are very, very good. Yeah. Uh, the Vikings, in my opinion, are stronger than last year. They got the they got Dalvin Cook back. They've got a better quarterback. They got Thielen and Diggs who were. Uh, one of the better duos in the league, so I don't see any reason why they won't make it there. No, absolutely not. And I, th- I think there's there's still um, Los Angeles Chargers available at thirty threes with some Joe Schmo of a bookmaker. But um, for the purposes of this, we're just going to go with all the big ones because you know, likely if you're a gambler, you're going to have quite a lot of book, uh, betting accounts open anyway. Um, the each way terms, obviously, for the Super Bowl, uh, you can get quarter. Like you said before the podcast, Adam, you can get quarter first four. So. 
for for some guys, um, but generally it's it's um, to get to the Super Bowl. So half the odds uh, one two. So if you get to the Super Bowl, you get a return. So I just think, you know, Los Angeles Chargers get to the Super Bowl twenty five to one, half that twelve and a half. I think that's very good uh, investment to have for the season. Um, and you know, like I say Minnesota were close close last year. Obviously, kind of fell late in the in the postseason and kind of didn't really do themselves justice to, um, against uh, who did they lose? Was it Philadelphia? Wasn't it in the um, yeah, they, they kind of, after the miracle in Minnesota against the Saints, they yeah. kind of fell apart against the yeah. uh, the Eagles Yeah, and let themselves down, really. So it was a bit of a shame, but I, they are probably my favourite team in the NFC at the moment. Yeah, it's quite an interesting one, actually, just touching on that game. Obviously, the, the first drive or two, the Minnesota uh, Vikings looked absolutely dominant. I think the Vikings went down the field and scored. Um, and then kind of, I think they they stopped Philadelphia on one of their their drives. And then I think there was a penalty, or there was some kind of play that happened that kind of just shell shocked the Vikings a little bit, and then it just kind of all fell by the by the wayside. The rest is history. But um, yeah, okay. So moving on. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. I I've, I've also uh, yeah I'll go with uh, two fifty each way on the Super Bowl for the tech for the Vikings. Yep. But the AFC, um, I. Going to go out on a limb and say I don't think that the Patriots will be winning it this year. So <laughs> uh, it's risky, obviously, because they win every year. Yeah. But um, for Super Bowl, um, obviously we talked about this before. The Texans, you can either get twenty-five to one four places for the Super Bowl. Yeah. So basically, they have to make it to the AFC title game, mm-hmm. or you can get eleven to one at half the odds for the AFC title game. Mm. So I think we agreed on the Texans twenty-five to one four places being the better bet because then you've got a bigger upside on if they do win I mean, it. Yeah, yeah, you got to shoot for the stars in in some circumstances. Yeah, it'd be interesting. There'd be quite a lot of people out there that probably argue the other way around. And yeah, those listeners out there, maybe put your point across to us on Twitter and say, you know, what would you rather do? Twenty-fives, uh, quarter of the odds, uh, first four, or would you go elevens? Uh, for for the uh, AFC and the first two on this, you know, it's essentially you're getting paid out on the same bets, but you, you haven't got obviously the the ceiling of the the Super Bowl uh, win there. But what how what what was your thinking about behind the two Texans? Just to give a bit of insight into that for the listeners. If they're fit, they're one of the better rosters in the AFC. The AFC is obviously quite weak anyway. You got the Patriots who are out in front. You've got the Steelers who are coached by not a very good coach. Uh, the Texans, if Watson comes back and does what he showed last year, if Watts comes back and stays healthy, uh, Watson and Clowney have barely been on the field together. If they yeah. are the duo we think they should be, then that's probably the best in the league. Mm. Um, basically, I just don't think the Patriots are going to do it this year and I needed someone else. Um, you've got the Chargers, Texans, Pittsburgh, um, and not really that much else in the AFC that I think can get there. So if the Texans get out of their division, which admittedly is pretty tough with the Jaguars and Andrew Lux in the Indianapolis Colts, then I don't see why they can't make a long go of it. No, I agree. I mean, it's funny actually. The Patriots. You can, if you had to put in, like an uh, analogy, it's kind of everyone's at the station for waiting for the train for the Patriots to <laughs> to fall by the wayside. Everyone's, at the, you know, everyone's bought their ticket. Everyone's waiting for the Patriots to go down, and everyone's waiting to get on the train to say, "Oh, I told you it'd be this year. I told you it'd be that. You know, this is the year the dynasty yeah. falls." But um, I think that we've all been standing at that platform for God knows how long, for a couple of years at least. But um, and yeah, <laughs> probably a couple of years yet before um, the train leaves the station. Um, but yeah, we, we we live in hope. Um, 
So is it just the, the Vikings and the Texans for you for the Super Bowl then? Uh, yes, I do. Uh, I did have a cross bet um, for you for the uh, the Chargers and the Vikings. If you go on just straight matchups, it's eighty to one. Yeah. But if you do Vikings and Chargers as a double, you can get ninety seven point five to one on Ladbrokes. Yeah. Nice. Um, so obviously hedging my bets a bit with the Texans slash Chargers, but obviously I know that some people are very high on the Chargers this year, so. Who, why shouldn't I be? Who who would that be, uh, Adam? Who uh, I don't know. I don't know anyone <laughs> that's as high on the Chargers. Person, Lee yeah. Wakefield, I think, is pretty high on him. Yeah, um, yeah, and obviously me as well. But um, that was <laughs> um, yeah, just just, just a, a bit of a nugget out there for all you for the gamblers. Never never bet on um, name the finalists type market, and that goes for any sport really. Always, if you can, bet on you know the double of the, the players or the teams to reach the finals. So never bet on a name the finalists uh, Super Bowl kind of bet because they the bookies will look at the odds and they'll essentially just shave some of it off uh, just because you know, they can, I suppose. Always do, you know, if you're going to do a name the finalist, just do the team to win the conference and just do it a double because you will always, 100% of the time, get a bigger get a bigger odds and get bigger returns uh, for that. So that would be my one. You know, if, you're gonna, if you're going to take one bit of nugget away from all our bad tips, the actual one good tip you will get out of, out of this podcast is to do both uh, teams to win the conferences rather than name the finalists. But that being said, yeah. So you've gone obviously for for those two. So I've actually gone for a bit of a funky bet here. I've gone I've gone three teams. What I do every year is I do three teams from each conference and do cross doubles. So it's obviously nine bets. Um, I've done a unit stake of a pound, so it's only it's only cost me nine pounds. So I've gone Chargers. Uh, so for the AFC, I've gone Los Angeles Chargers, Jacksonville Jaguars, and uh, Tennessee Titans. I don't know why I put the Tennessee Titans in really, but uh, I'm probably chasing the losses from last year, but. Um, they are uh, twelve to one, uh, twelve to one, and twenties respectively, uh, all with three six five. And then for the NFC, I've gone uh, the Rams, the Vikings, and the Falcons, who are sevens, eights, and twelves. And like I say, don't worry about all the prices, uh, guys out there. We'll, we'll post this all up on the website, so you can have a look at um, all of the odds and all, all that kind of stuff as well. So, yeah, so I've gone cross double. So obviously, I need one to win from each conference. I need, need I need. Two of those teams to contest the Super Bowl to get a return, um, but I think the worst double paid out about seventy-one to one. So it's it's pretty it's, it's a good you know to have three teams in the conference. It's it's not you know if you've got one team that you do and they kind of fall flat or they don't you know they do a charges then you have not really got much chance of a, a postseason berth. Especially if you're doing some outsiders as well. Uh, I do like to pick a, a couple of teams just to have loads of different interests in different divisions. No, no, that's. Um... That's pretty good. Yeah, I hadn't even thought of that to be honest. And obviously, you got a chance of a double win, which would be, uh, which would be wonderful. But <clears throat> obviously, I'm quite high on the Titans this year. I mentioned that in um, last time we spoke. Yeah. Uh, but again, it's that division is very, very difficult. Yeah. It it seems logical that a challenger will come out of that one because they'll have steel sharp and steel and all that kind of uh, yeah. cliche. If yeah. you're coming out of a division with Jacksonville, Houston, Indianapolis and Tennessee, then mm. you're going to be a pretty decent team. Yeah, it's funny actually because obviously rewind, if you rewind the clock back 12 months, no one was taking the AFC South seriously at all. And now obviously, you know, going into this season, it's it's one of the more intriguing intriguing divisions. Uh, and it just shows you that's yeah, so part, you know, part of the reason why I love the NFL is because it changes from year to year. Obviously, NFC East was, was one that, you know, is always, again, very uh, competitive. But if you look at, like, say, the NFC South a couple of, couple of years ago, no, no team had a winning record. And the NFC West was notoriously bad at some point um, when I first started following football as well. So the turnaround is, is quite 
quite surprising. So yeah, yeah, that, definitely. Yeah. yeah, like you say, it was a bit of a joke. The AFC South always, even up to last year. Yeah, really, yeah, yeah. it was. Um, and then suddenly, everyone's kind of looked at it and gone, actually, mm. these guys ain't that bad. Well, yeah, no, I mean, if you look at it, if you if you you know hypothetically say Andrew Luck back is back on hundred percent, I mean, look at how stacked the the offenses could be uh, in in that division. Obviously, Indianapolis's defense lets it down, but um, you know, you've got quite a stacked, uh, quite a talented uh, division there. It could be quite an interesting from an NFL standpoint. Uh, let alone fantasy football, uh, could be a good division to watch. And the, the divisional games are usually quite tough as well. I think it's actually kind of taken over what the AFC North used to be. Yeah, don't disparage my AFC North. Um, <laughs> <laughs> in fairness to me, the AFC North should be very interesting this year as well. Maybe not yeah. with the talent of the AFC South, but interest-wise, they're, they're going to be a very interesting division with the Browns. Yeah. And all uh, all their picks, the Bengals I think are stronger. The Ravens are definitely stronger. Yeah. So yeah, that in fairness, all the AFC apart from the bloody Patriots yeah. are going to be really interesting. Yeah. No, I mean just uh, AFC North. You know, a couple of years ago is all obviously about the Baltimore defense, the Pittsburgh defense. It's always it was a defensive div- division, and you know of when it was back on, I think it was Channel Four days, not necessarily that long ago, but. Um, you know, they always had the Pittsburgh Baltimore Ravens game on it. They always called it like one for the purists because it was never a high-scoring game. It's always field goals and you know and and defense. So I think I think it's probably just changed a little bit. But um, yeah, no, no, you're right. It's still still be quite competitive. Quite interested to see who, if anyone can make a run at Pittsburgh this season. But um, we di- we divulge a little. We've uh, gone off on a bit of a tangent. So let's <laughs> let's um, talk about divisional uh, in in terms of betting though. So I've gone for a double. For the divisional, and uh, lo and behold, my uh, LA Chargers are there, at fifteen to eight, and I've also doubled them up with the other team in Los Angeles, the Rams, at ten to eleven, which I thought was a very, still very big odds uh, for the Rams. I don't really think there's going to be many challenges there. I don't think the 49ers are going to be a five hundred team, uh, and then Seattle and Arizona will be, birth- which should be worse than them as well. Um, maybe not so much Arizona; they could be a bit of a wild card. But the double pay is just over four to one. Uh, with William Hills, I'm um, just stuck a tenner on that as well. So I, I quite like that as a little double. You don't think the 49ers are going to be more than a 500 team? No, nope. that's my hot. Okay. Ta- that's my hot take. Yeah, you're not buying. Uh, you're not buying sexy Jimmy then. Nope. No, nope, yeah, not this okay. year. <laughs> next year, next year, next season, not this one coming. I think there'll be something like a seven and nine team this year, maybe a six and ten. Um, yeah, play, playing well, I think there'll be. Um, an eight and eight team. I just don't. I don't see them getting any more than eight wins at, at the absolute maximum. But, 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 but Tim, he he's never lost a game. No, I know. I know. It's crazy. You know. Call me. Call me crazy. Uh, you know, yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, I, I think the Rams will win the division. I'm not sure on the 49ers going under 500 personally, but I, I agree with you. The Rams will win the division, so I, I can't argue that one. <laughs> yeah, I've um, I, I took the Rams as well. I've took the Rams and the Vikings at four to one. Um, we got five quid on that one. Nice one. Uh, that's at Skybet. Yeah. Um, as you say, the uh, the Rams at ten to eleven and the Vikings, you can get thirteen to eight. So I've taken ten quid on a single on the Vikings as well. Nice. Um, so I've got fifteen quid in total on those. We've got Vikings at thirteen to eight by themselves, and Vikings and Rams at four to one mm. uh, with five quid. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, annoyingly, in uh, March this year, I've put my. I put my very early divisional title wins on uh, on at Skybet. I got fifteen to eight on the Rams. Ooh, that's that's huge. Yeah, I'm annoyed that I didn't just do a massive single on that one. To be honest, 
Yeah, no, it's amazing how um, and one one part of the thing I like about the lead up to the NFL season is always do do you, do you always do like an eightfold on every on every division. So um, uh, I've done six this year just because there was a couple of divisions I just didn't want to with the odds I didn't want to risk them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, like, I can run you through my six if you want. Yeah, go on. Yeah, I got Rams at fifteen to eight. Obviously, they're now ten to eleven. Yeah, Patriots are one to six. I think they're one to fifteen now. Uh, Steelers four to nine. They're, they're about, I think, about one to three. Yeah. Uh, the Chiefs, instead of the Chargers, got two to one on them because the Chiefs own the division. Yeah. I, I don't think that one's going to come in now, so I think that might <laughs> be the one that lets me down. Yeah. Uh, Vikings, they got 17 to four, so they've not changed too much, just come in a little bit. And um, the Saints, two to one on the South. Mm. Yeah, not bad. Uh, yeah, and the, they are now. the good the good thing about the doing all the divisions, there's always a couple of divisions that have like two to one favourites or just under two to one favourites. So the accumulative odds for all eight, or even if you just take the Patriots out because you know one to six shots are, unless you're put, you're putting a, a decent whack of money down, doesn't usually always bring it up that much. But um, yeah, you always get say your two to ones, and if you, if you have a couple of those, you're you're looking at, at decent odds for whatever team you kind of pick, and it's a, it's a good season long kind of investment that you don't really need to bet week to week although you know the degenerates that we are we will anyway but (laughs) (laughs) yeah I was just looking at what you were talking there I was just looking at the uh, San Francisco 49ers uh, regular season wins and the line's 8.5 and I'd quite happily take the under on that it's not one of my bets as I didn't really think about it much but um, we'll move on to that kind of stuff Uh, very actually it's quite a good segue into uh, the next topic so yeah so this one we had to pick one one bet from either uh, Rick Regular season team wins or to make the playoffs. So I've just gone for the. I've gone for two teams and I've both gone under um, for the wins. Buffalo Bills under uh, looks like a sure, a sure thing to me, but there's a bit of a discrepancies on the lines, and I know that we'll have a little chat about this now. I've gone for Buffalo under five and a half at the ten to eleven price. Now I know we spoke previously that it was it was six and a half. Um, uh, which was now, which is now currently shorter odds. I think it's about four, eight to thirteen, four to seven. But I've gone for under five and a half because I don't think they'll get to five. But um, the other team I've gone for is Oakland uh, under eight, who have also come down a little bit. Uh, that's even money with uh, heels. Yep, I can't argue with that. I agree with you. Obviously, with the Buffalo Bills, we I, I think to be honest, that's probably the better season at the moment is the Bills under yeah. anything, pretty yeah. much. Um, I th- I've got them down, I think, for three wins. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and under five and a half is perfectly perfectly fine with me. And like you say, I think that was, what did you say, 10 to 11 or evens on that one? Uh, Buffalo under five and a half is 10 to 11 with uh, Hills. Yeah, that's where I where I was on them. Yeah. Yeah, one, 1.91. Um, yeah, I've gone with 20 quid on that one. That was my biggest bet of this uh, particular section. Ooh. Yeah, yeah I've, I've gone 20 as well, actually, funny enough. And I've gone yeah. um, <laughs> Oakland under eight uh, evens. I've just gone for a tenner on that. So Yeah, I do have... Um, I've got a request to bet on the unders later on. So okay. I don't know whether you want that now or whether you want me to leave that. Uh, we can leave that to, to a bit later on. Um, yeah. Yeah, so we can move on then quite swiftly. Is there any, any other kind of considerations you had for making the playoffs or team wins? Yeah, the other one that I looked at was the Seahawks under seven. Obviously, with everyone, the whole of their defense is pretty much gone. Earl Thomas looks like he's going to hold out for at least the start of the regular season, possibly the whole season, because he's peed off with everyone yeah. disappearing. You can get under seven and a half wins at evens yeah. on Skybet. Don't mind that. And I think ten quid on that's probably a decent, um, decent bet. 
Yeah, I don't, don't, don't mind that. I say, then obviously I don't see getting to 500. Um, so yeah, no, I don't mind that whatsoever. Evans is obviously also attractive um, as well. Obviously, Russell Wilson can probably change that and win and win 10 games himself. But um, yeah, happy to take that chance. Just to, just to go back to Buffalo. Um, yeah, I don't I don't see I don't even know how Sean McDermott got that team to the playoffs last season, and I just think there's a a big coming crash crashing down to earth uh, coming for their fans. I mean, they don't really care; they'll just put each other through tables anyway. But <laughs> um, yeah, we'll just have, we'll have to see. Uh, I just don't 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 see if if Sean McDermott wins, um, you know, six or seven games, or even gets them anywhere near the playoffs, he should be coach of the year in my opinion. But um, don't see it happening. Yeah, so let's. Let's, that would be pretty good odds for Sean McDermott yeah. to the year, I'd imagine. Yeah, we can have. I'll have a look at that um, as, when we get to that that kind of stage. So let's move on then. So this section, uh, we've got a bet for any anything to do with most passing yards, most rushing yards, and most receiving yards. I did actually pick three out, um, but it turns out I can't actually do a patent yet, so I don't really want to be advertising a bet that you can't really go out and and put on. So I've I've narrowed it down. I've just picked one of the three and just put the the patent stake on there. Um, so I've just gone Philip Rivers, uh, most passing yards. The other two I had was uh, Zeke, most rushing yards, and DeAndre Hopkins for most uh, receiving. But yeah, I've gone for Rivers, 10 to 1, Paddy Power. Uh, just gone for the £7 uh, on there for the most uh, passing yards. Yep, can't argue with you. Obviously, we know that all your all your bets are going to be Chargers based. So <laughs> I'm not, not, not too surprised there, Rivers, but he did come, what, second last year, I think? Yeah, he's quite close. I, I think, let me just um, let's have a quick look. Whilst I, 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 I had him each way last year, and I know it paid out, so I th- I'm pretty sure he, he was, was second. He but... was close. Yeah, he was second, yeah. Second to Tom Brady yeah. by 62 yards. Yeah, and obviously this season, hopefully with some players actually healthy, and staying healthy instead of uh, dying on the pitch like they normally do. I don't see why he won't be very close again. <clears throat> I've taken him in pretty much every basketball draft I've done so far. Yeah, no, he's very good. Um, yeah, he's one of those quarterbacks that gives you good weeks, but over the season you always find yourself disappointed with him because he doesn't put up the Aaron Rodgers types uh, very often. He's always prone to an interception. But that's that's part of the Los Angeles Chargers uh, kind of roller coaster, you know. You buy your ticket, you queue up, and then you just take the ride, and you t- you take the ups and the downs and the loop de loops. Uh, it's what the charges is all about. So that's partly why I bet on them as well. Just 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 so you you know, one week you're on top of the world, and another week you're digging yourself a six a six foot grave. But <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. They're, they're definitely an entertaining team. That's why they're kind of my second team. I'm I'm quite happy to uh, watch the charges most week most yeah. weeks. Like Phil Rivers is all or nothing. He's he yeah. just goes for it. So. Yeah, they're the kind of uh, the Dallas of the AFC, really, but um, that's probably why I'm drawn to them. Yeah, and talking of Dallas, uh, the, I've had to go on this one because there wasn't anything that really jumped out to me, so I've had to go with the nice. top rushing yards at 3-1 to one nice. on Sky. Yeah. Uh, I've got 10 quid on that one. Um, just because we all know that Dallas haven't really got any other kind of offence. No. Uh, they don't tend to feed Zeke with targets, which is a bit weird because he can catch the ball. Yeah. But most of his work is done on the ground and given the fact that everyone else seems to be a dual threat now at the top of those markets, I think Zeke being the most run heavy, yeah. I, I don't think you can look beyond it. No, no, I, no, I certainly agree. I think he'll get quite a lot of touches uh, through the air this season, but yeah, again, we're a run first, run first team and we're going to be running the ball a hell of a lot. Um, obviously, if the it, it pin, it's pinned on the offensive line, but I think there's enough depth there this season that if one of them goes down, we can reshuffle and still kind of be effective. But yeah, like I say, he was in my in my patent of my three, so I'd say I would, certainly wouldn't put anyone off um, having a bet on that either. Yeah, I've gone with 10 quid on uh, Zeke at 3-1 to one on that one. Nice. 
the only other leading market I did was a bit of an off, bit of a left field one was um, Justin Tucker, the top uh, kicking scorer. Ooh, nice. Uh, 20 to 1 on Bet365. You can um, I just got right. the five on that one just because it's the Ravens and yeah. he is the best kicker in the league. Yeah. Do, you, do you know? Can you remember who, the, who I suppose Goskowski uh, would be the favourite for that one? I think Goskowski was the only one. The other one that interested me was Robbie Gould for the 49ers. Okay, yeah. Because while um, Jimmy led them to um, to five wins in a row at the end of the last season, he didn't. He hardly threw a touchdown. I think no, he only five. threw three touchdowns. I think uh, I think it was five. Was it? Uh, it might have been. Oh yeah, three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't very many. The last five games or something like that. So, yeah. if you can get you can get a sixteen to one on Robert Gould if you think the 49ers are going to carry on. Yeah, not too that bad. kind of ineptitude in the red zone. I like it. Hashtag hashtag kickers matter, eh? <laughs> too right, yeah. Shout <laughs> out to uh, Jack Humphrey. Um, right, okay, cool. So then that's um, flying through this pretty well. So that's pretty good. So let's move on to uh, end of season award bets then. So I've got two here. So I'm going to start off with uh, Saquon Barkley, offensive rookie of the year. It's not, it's not fancy. I haven't dug deep particularly to find that one. Um, I just think I can't see anyone else winning it. I, the only person I, th- I can see challenging him would be Darius Geis. Um, I can't who the, the odds. I haven't got the odds in front of me here, but Saquon Barkley is just a shade over six to four to win uh, that award. So I've, I've stuck twenty quid on that with uh, Nasat Coral. I just don't see that. I think the beauty of this market and the beauty of the price for Barkley is that all the quarterbacks seem to be. You know, make that price a lot bigger because if for some reason they think that the quarterbacks have a chance, I just don't see that they do. Yeah, the, I've discussed it before. Is that the thing is with the offensive rookie of the year is that it's generally popularity contest, and it comes to pretty much the second half of the season. Mm. Um, Barkley seems like I, I agree with you. By the way, I've taken uh, personally in actual real life with real life money. I took thirty quid on Barkley at two to one. Nice. Because I thought I'm not going to get that price anymore. Would they would they um, not accept Monopoly money when you put that bit on? <laughs> if only, if only. No, Paddy Power. As much as they uh, do like their fun stuff, they weren't att- they weren't they, accepting if, fake money on if, it. If they took Monopoly money, then the amount of times I would pass go would be unbelievable. <laughs> Damn right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 it's a tough one with offensive rookie because they do like to lean towards a quarterback, and if a quarterback comes in. And it's half decent. He'll get it. Because yeah. Dak shouldn't have won it in the year that Dak won it. It should have been Zeke. But yeah. Dak was a quarterback. Yeah. So he won it. And that cost me a fair, fair little bit, unfortunately. Um, still not over it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if, if you get someone like all the positive reports on Lamar Jackson at 20-1, to 1, yeah. I don't think he's going to play for the first half of the season. But if you believe any of the kind of news coming out, then he's, he's amazing. He's the best player ever. Yeah. Uh, I, I do think the Barkley. Like I say I've got some proper money on Barkley, so I do think he is the bet on that market. Yeah, I, I think didn't didn't Alvin Kamara win it last year, and obviously he was still irrelevant after about halfway through the season. So it can be. Yeah, and yeah. I, I like to say there's a bit of a worry there that you know, say for instance that you can see a scenario: Joe Flacco sucks. Um, and everyone else can see it, and then they bring Lamar Jackson in after their bye week, and then Lamar Jackson can do a Jimmy G and lead them to, I don't know, five or six straight wins, and then you know it, your, your bets are blown out of the water. I just think for, from a safety point of view, I just think, obviously, he was a top two pick. It's kind of already etched etched in that he should kind of get that award anyway. You know, if, if he did it before the season, he'd already got it. Yeah, 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 I, I, I agree. 
But um, yeah, the, yeah, you could have got Kamara at ten to one in week ten. Yeah, crazy, 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 crazy. Defensive rookie of the year. I've gone with uh, Bradley Chubb from the Broncos. He was drafted very high, and he's going to be playing opposite Von Miller, so he should get a lot of uh, single coverage because everyone's going to double um, double cover Von Miller. So I think he could make a big impact on sacks, and that's what everyone looks for in defensive players so I think Chubb at five to one I've got five pound on there yeah quite a lot of podcasts I've listened to um actually quite fancy Roquan Smith but don't quite see how he gets involved as much as Bradley Chubb could do and like again you want the guys that are going to make impacts in games and Bradley Chubb's primed uh to do so there and he say he's got a perfect partner in Von Miller and like you say he's not going to get as much attention as Von Miller is going to do so if he can hit the ground running Bradley Chubb seems to be a sensible bet but yeah there's one or two people lurking in the in the shadows there but then so it's the same for the offensive rookies but you know pay money check take your chance and then just see what happens how much money you get at the end of the, end of the season Okay, so the other the other award one I've gone for, I've gone coach of the year, and I'll get I'll probably I'll give you one guess who you think I've gone for. Uh, that would be Anthony Lynn at fourteen to one ish. Correct, good lad, good lad. <laughs> he know, know know your customer. <laughs> um, <laughs> too right. Yeah, again, I don't don't really need to elaborate on this one too much. I just thought fourteen to one. You know, if they get to. <sighs> I think they'll win the division. I think they'll go far and deep in the playoffs. So I think they only really need to get to um, the championship game, really, for Anthony Lynn to kind of get it. And I know it's kind of a more of a regular season uh, win thing. So hopefully they can maybe secure a playoff berth and get a first week bye. But I think the things that are in the, the thing that sells it for me is that Chargers obviously missed the playoffs last year. And if you just looked at it at face value, you know it's his second year, and you know. The first year they did, they weren't in the playoffs. The second year they were, and maybe were the one as one or two seed. I think he's he's going to outrun his odds there. You get a good run for your money at fourteen to one. No, obviously we think the Chargers are going to do well this year, so yeah. I can't argue with that. He's, he's third favourite. I was, um, yeah, it was quite uh, yeah. shorter than I thought he'd going to be. To be honest, yeah, it's quite. I was quite surprised as well. But so yeah, I've only chucked a, a token four pound on that at fourteen to one just to return. However much that would be, what's that for fifty six or something like that? But um, sixty pound. Yeah, yeah, no, that's yeah, just not, not one that I tend to choose. Uh, tend to make a pick on Kyle Shanahan sixteen to one. Yeah, that's not bad. Uh, for the forty niners, uh, Matt Nagy, Nagy, yeah. Nagy, uh, twenty eight to one. For uh, the Bears, yeah, it's a good. Bump. Obviously, they're kind of the hype team of the off season, so I wouldn't be surprised. The thing is, Bill Belichick should win this every year, but he never does because nah. he's Bill Belichick. Because they always win, so yeah. Yeah. no, no one really cares. People are looking for someone who's take taking a team from nothing. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, personally, not one for me, but uh, I, I can't argue with Anthony Lynn of the Chargers. Mm. We think. Yeah, what what do you? So I'm I'm just gonna go out, say go off on a bit of a tangent here. But you know when you hear whenever you hear Matt Nagy's name, is it just me or do you, like I always get get flashbacks of like on in the Simpsons when Homer says Maggie, so he goes Ooh Maggie. No, I, I, like whenever he does it, I, I all I hear is Matt Nagy. I'm sad. I'm a sad person. Um, Maggie. <laughs> Maggie. But, so yeah. is that how you reckon we should pronounce it? Uh, I, that's how I'm going to pronounce it just because it just gives me flashbacks to the Simpsons it's going to annoy me all year if I try and suppress it so it's, it's just best any, to any just any kind of thought the Simpsons is worth it for me <laughs> um, so let's let's move swiftly on um, 
So I think I think that just brings us to our kind of our last category now. So I'll let you fire off first. It's kind of the requester bet. So you know, obviously, all the bookmakers out there, if you, if, you know, if you, for the non-gamblers out there, you can kind of tweet them or you can go to their customer services and request you know special types of bet that they don't offer. So you know, it's prevalent in most sports. Um, so Adam, do you just want to kick off? What you've? How many have you got? Have you just got the one, or you got a couple there? I have a few. There's uh, one that I mentioned earlier on in um, the podcast was about the unders. Yep. I've gone with Bills under six and a half, Seahawks under seven and a half, Raiders under eight and a half. You can get four uh, four to one at Skybet. Oh, I like that. For those three. I like that. Um, I've gone with, I believe, five pounds on that one. Yeah, I like it. Four to one, that's Because obviously, bet. having three selections, I, I, don't, I don't particularly like going big on stuff with three selections. But no, no. It's it's one of those the Raiders are going to be the one that hurt me on that I think, as we've discussed the Bills and the Seahawks are not very good this year. The Raiders I don't think they're going to be very good. Yeah, but, but they be funny. they're kind of Wild they're card. one of them that I know are going to bite me in the ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I say like I said I mentioned earlier as well, Russell Wilson could quite easily play out of this world and and kind of kill you there as well. But yeah, I, I've said on previous podcasts, Oakland the team I just kind of dismiss too quickly, and usually when you just kind of won't listen to anything to the contrary of your opinion. You can't, you know, that's the kind of stuff that does bite you in the backside. Um, but hopefully, yeah. you know, John Gruden, you know, we kind of we kind of know what he's going to do in with his offense and that. But um, yeah, no, I don't mind that bet at all. Four to one is is worth an investment. Um, so yeah, one the, the only one that I've gone for. It's similar to my. I've cheated a little bit. It's similar to my divisional one. So I've just gone the Chargers and the Rams to make the playoffs. Um, six to four at William Hills. I thought that was pretty decent. So you know, if if the divisional one breaks down, there's still a chance there that they can still both make the playoffs. It's more for more so for the Chargers uh, in a, in a tough division. But I thought six to four for both of those to make the playoffs. I thought was was mortgage material. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I can't argue. That. Obviously, we <coughs> we talked about the Rams and the Chargers, the uh, the positives of both of them, and I'd be I'd be surprised if they don't. Frankly, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, can't argue with that one. Uh, yeah, I got another one, one that I requested yesterday, and they kindly priced up. Unfortunately, most of mine are from Skybet. I generally just go straight to them because yeah. they're the easiest to get them to actually price anything. Yeah. Um, I went with the Bucks to lose the first four games. Nice. Of their season, they are playing without James Winston. They're playing the Eagles, the Saints, and Pittsburgh in the first three. Yeah. That's Norton three, and then they're playing the Bra- uh, the Bears, Bears in the fourth game. Yeah, and the Bears is going to be the one that it relies on, but you can get three to one. Wow, the Bucks to lose the first four. Three so. to one, that is mah- basically that's yeah, just saying three to one to lose against the Bears. Is are they the Bears at home or Tampa Bay at home in that one? It's at the Bears. Oh, <clears throat> I like it. I might write that one down actually. I like that. Was that with Skybet? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I um I went through. Every year I do, yeah, so yeah, I think it is at the best. Um, yeah, every year I do a list, I go through the entire fixture list and pick out win versus loss yeah. on every game. And I had the Bucks to lose four. Nice. I had the Bills to list, lose the first six. They gave me five to one on that. Nice. Because they have a horrible schedule at yeah. the start. Yeah. And I had Steelers, unfortunately, to win the first four. Mm. Uh, that's the one I'm least confident with because. They're, they're playing teams like the Chiefs in there that could be anything. Yeah. No, I like that. Um, I really like yeah, that. They, they're the three that I requested yesterday. But yeah, I've got um, five quid on the books to lose the first four or three to one. Mm. Yeah, really like that, actually. Yeah, like that like that a lot. Yeah, uh, like I say, he, I, the thing is Fitzpatrick isn't 
that down on um, Winston, frankly. But <laughs> no. playing playing those first those teams in the first three, yeah, that's going to really demoralise him. And then if Winston does come come back in game four, you're playing against the Bears, who are actually a very good defense. Yeah, yeah, no, I like it a lot. Yeah in the cold in Soldier Field it's going to be difficult yeah the only problem with like request bets is sometimes you know you, you can scour for hours and find nothing um, you always, it's kind of unearthing a truffle really um, and trying to find something you like but um, there's so many people now that are getting involved with it there's, there's always something the thing I like about Skybet's one is they usually group it by price as well so you can you know if you've got a pound left in your account and you just want something to watch at Sunday for six o'clock. So, you know, they, they have stuff like, you know, every team to score a field goal or in the first half or, you know, that kind of stuff. You can kind of shoot for the moon, but they're all grouped together. So there's always going to be one there where you think, oh, that would that be a decent run for your money. That, that's, that's one thing I like about Skybet's um, requester bets. Yeah, yeah, you can get stupid um, massive 200 to one odds like one of the other ones that I picked out today ooh. was um, ooh, uh, Von Miller, most yeah. sacks. Yeah. Most rookie passing yards, Josh Rosen. Yeah. Because Sam Bradford's going to be injured. And most rushing yards, Ezekiel Elliott, nice. 200 to 1. Nice, nice. That's... So basically, that's for me, that's relying on Von Miller, most sacks, which, as yeah. we said earlier, with Could him against um, him and Bradley Chubb, mm. teams are going to make a decision of who they're going to try and block. Yeah, yeah. So Von Miller, I think, has a decent chance of that. Yeah. And at 200 to 1, I've got a couple of quid on that. I just went with two quid on it. Yeah, that's I not... I thought that was um, big it. odds for what it was. Yeah, that's not bad to well. And obviously, Rosen seems to have the the, the clearest path to, to the most passing yards there. Maybe Josh Allen, but depending on when they chuck him in. But yeah, no, for 200 to 1, you know, what, what, more, what more do you want? I've seen worse 200 to 1 shots, do you know what I mean? So... Yeah, as we said earlier, with Zeke, Zeke top rusher, I think that is... I think that's probably the, one of the better bets of the season. Mm. Rosen with behind Bradford, and even even then, I've seen a little bit of hype on Rosen today of um, yeah that because he is a blooming genius. He's a very very clever bloke. Unsurprisingly, he's picking up the uh, playbook pretty well. Mm. Um, and I don't think the Cardinals have any kind of Super Bowl ambitions this year, so it won't surprise me if they get him in yeah. fairly early. No, I like it, like it a lot. Okay, then so. Let's, should, we, should we round this up by picking up maybe a couple of, of our best bets um, to, to kind of give to yeah. the viewers as a, as a kind of takeaway? Like I say to all you li- people listening, we will stick this up on the website uh, at full10yards.com uh, and I'll, say, I'll tweet it out as well to give you a link to that. So do you want to start off with what, what, what would you be your, your nap uh, of all those bets that you've put up there? I'm guessing the same as yours, the Bills, um, unders. No, it's not, it's not my nap. That'd be it. Um, yeah. No, it's not okay, my nap. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, the the bills under pretty much anything, anything that you can find, <laughs> under go under on it. If I've got uh, that was my biggest bet of the ones that we've mentioned, and I I don't see it losing, yeah. frankly. Are you, are you Adam? A bit of an, another bit of a tangent. Are you have you ever heard of the band Evanescence? Yep. Yeah, I think I think what we should do when the bills are playing this season is just play Evanescence going under. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> just I mean, to turn the commentary off and just put Evanescence going under on and just sit there with your feet up and a cigar in, in your mouth. That'd be great. Uh, I, might, <laughs> I, might, I might try that and do like a, a live stream it or something like when the season comes around. <laughs> just, just without one song on my feet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, great. Yeah, I'm definitely not the only one. Um, Steve Fezzik, who I is always on the Ross Tucker podcast, on the Even Money podcast, he's all over the Bills Unders and... They've already gone from I think under six and a half to under five and a half. Yeah. And I'd imagine that's going to keep going because yeah. 
they're, they're a stinking mess, is it? Yeah, I think I think it'll probably get to five. I'm not sure many bookies will go to four and a half because then people will start going the other way. But um, yeah, no, I, I do like that. My, my number one bet was my last one, my request to bet. So the Chargers and the Rams uh, to both make the playoffs six to four was my is, is my nap um, of all my bets. Buffalo under two, uh, five and a half was my number two. It was my next best uh, to be honest. So yeah, again, we we. Echo, echo the thoughts then. I think we had the same bet on it as well, didn't we? So it kind of just shows how uh, yeah. how, how how strongly we, we feel of that. What, what's your what's your best? Uh, your next best? I'm gonna have to go with Zeke. I think yeah. Zeke three to one for um, top rushing yards mm. on uh, Sky Bet. I, I had a tenner on it, but yeah, I think that's probably next best bet on that one. Mm. Yeah, no, I like it. No, I like to say he'd have been in part of my painting if I could have. Uh, if I could have done that bit, but uh, not to be. Okay, so what we'll do is we'll we'll tweet those out. We'll get those up on the website, and um, like I say, if any listeners out there want to post their bets. So if you want to, if you want to use the following markets, so Super Bowl outright or the conferences winners, uh, you've got to have a bet on the divisional um, divisional outcomes. So you can have a single or even an eightfold if you want. Um, you can use the hundred pound mythical. Uh, amount of money to use. Um, you want we want to bet on the team wins or to make the playoffs. And we also want to bet on the uh, most passing or rushing or receiving yards um, and the only singles on those. And then just a bet on an end of season award and then also a bet on a request to bet that you or you, you've liked or you've requested. Um, but I'll say we'll, we'll post them all out, the ones we want, and we'll say we'll, we'll everyone that, that submits it in, we'll, we'll put a kind of a leaderboard together and at the end of the season we'll see how well we do and then say if there's someone that uh, is way, way superior to everyone else we'll we'll maybe sort out a prize because at that point i might i might be famous and be able to get a few things but <laughs> we we yeah, can you can sell me a prize <laughs> we can we can only but dream but yeah no uh, enjoyed that uh, adam and i say hopefully come come the season we'll 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 have a little a little segment each week on our on our best maybe our top five bets against the spread or, or all that kind of stuff we'll sort some stuff out and get a little leaderboard going how does that sound Yes, yeah, sounds really good. I'm I'm planning on going uh, to the Spadex competition, which is 250 quid entry. Yeah, no, I remember, so, yeah, uh, remember saying that. Hopefully, that will get my name uh, my name out there as well, or I'll just lose 250 quid. But, <laughs> hey, we'll see what happens. Yeah, and uh, also, uh, do you just want to before we let you go, Adam? Do you want to? I know you were um, trying to promote your guillotine league and some other other bits on there as well. Have you got managed to get those all filled? Or do you want to put in a kind of a promotion out there for that? I've got a little bit of space left on the Guillotine League at the moment, the yeah. Guillotine Fantasy League. It's 10 quid entry. Basically, it's 17 teams. The bottom team easily gets cut, and those players go on the waiver wire, and everyone can pick them up via auction, a fab auction. Yeah. Um, that one, I've got a couple of spaces left. Best ball leagues is basically draft only. Um, so you draft, and then each week the system picks your best players to fit the roster, yeah, uh, they're very easy to do, and it's very, uh, very good to have a couple of them for the end of the season because then yeah. at least you don't have to do anything with them, and no. you can you got a chance of winning 100, 120, 130 quid yeah. at the end of the season. Right. So, yeah, I'll uh, I'll retweet that again. I'll uh, tag you in it, yeah, and see if and we get a bit more. A few more people on that. Okay, yeah, sounds good. And yeah, no, they love the best boy in America. In America. I think it's, it's quite a recent thing, isn't it? But I did, I did a couple last season. Didn't do too well. Um, not sure if I'll do any this season. We can't. There's no um, sites that allow you to do money over over here. Um, no, very fresh. But very. there's not there's not to say you can't do anything offline. But um, we'll we'll keep hush about that. Okay, so that's going to wrap it up for then uh, for Adam for this week. But um, I say we'll, no doubt we'll be speaking to you in the very near future. Yeah, good to speak to you, mm. mate. I'm going to get a few 
few bets put on my website at the moment because I'm in the mood yeah. for it now. So yeah. I'll uh, I'll have a couple of posts going out on my Twitter. And so, that and that yeah, was good to speak to you. That was touchdowntips.com, wasn't it? It was touchdowntips.com yeah. or tdtips.com. If oh, you yeah, can't you be bothered typing the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, millenn- uh, hashtag millennials, eh? <laughs> yeah, too right. Cool. All right, buddy. Well, you take care, and we'll we'll speak soon. You too. Cheers, Tim. Adam Wolford there joining us from Touchdown Tips. If you want to get in touch with, with Adam at all, it's at Touchdown Tips on social media. Uh, TD Tips, obviously, is the website, like he said there. But if you want to uh, post your selections in those markets, just check our website, check our social media. We'll post out the uh, selections. We'll do a little leaderboard. We'll post you all your bets up. And uh, come the end of the season, we shall see who does the best and maybe we'll be able to sort out a bit of a prize. Just before we let you go today, we are a bit under the usual hour. So I just wanted to take a moment or two just to talk about a Britball game I went to last week, last Sunday. I saw the mighty Tamworth Phoenix travel all the way to the Edinburgh Wolves. Uh, very good game. You can also see some of the uh, streams that I did uh, on my social media, some touchdowns, uh, including some really poor camera work. But um, it was a very good game. Uh, ended up 45-0 to, <laughs> to the Tamworth Phoenix. And now I know that sounds like an absolute beating, but it was actually quite close for the first half. You know, what, uh, you know the, two, the two scores, I think it was 13-0 uh, was the halftime score. And if it wasn't, one was a, was a kick return. Uh, pump return for a touchdown and another one was a drive that was fortunate uh, and saved on third down by uh, a personal foul uh, hit out bounds flag when the Tama Phoenix were deep inside their own half so on another day that could have still been scoreless um, at the half but yeah Edinburgh Wolves um, actually a couple of players hit were, were in the wars there um, for both, t- both both teams and it's quite interesting there was a, a funny altercation between the referees and one of the players um, who was tending to one of his teammates being injured but the uh, he, he had a flag thrown um, because he wouldn't step away so whenever anyone gets injured in a Britball game everyone has to kind of stand away similar to like uh, soccer so you know, players down, the referees go and check and ask for the medics and then they tell everyone to back off. But this player obviously took his helmet off and was tending to the player when he was told to leave, didn't leave. And then he was a flag, a flag was as was thrown and then the coach um, came on and, and, and shouted the odds. And hopefully uh, he he's a coach that we'll be having on in Britball week, hopefully, so I can get him to talk about that a bit more. Hopefully it's a bit of a funny story. But yeah, basically the player was a, was a medic. Uh, and trying to tend to him as well. But it was a bit of a brutal game. Um, quarterback at the end for the Tamworth Phoenix had a bit of an arm on him when they were kind of playing. I don't know if it was a second string maybe, but it was certainly a, a different quarterback. But two teams were, were very well played. We had the lovely scenery uh, of Arthur's seat. Uh, for those of you that don't know, it's a big uh, hill uh, in the middle of Edinburgh. But right, right underneath that was a very nice day, quite breezy, quite hot in the sun. Yes, it does get hot in Scotland. But very much, if, you, if you're in and around the Edinburgh area, I very much uh, recommend you you get to an Edinburgh Wolves game. Pretty decent team as well. Um, and again, get out and support your local team. That's going to do it for this week's show. Thank you so much for joining us. Hope you enjoyed it. Please uh, share us uh, on social media. Subscribe to the podcast. Uh, we're available on all the, all the big platforms and all the small ones too. We'd very much like to hear your feedback. If you want to get in touch with us, you can do it on social media or the Voice Bytes app. And like I say, we have Britball Week coming up soon. So I'd very much like for anyone here that is listening to the podcast and you know someone that plays for a team or you know someone, a coach, or you know, you know someone that goes to a game, get your questions in for some coaches. We are 
covering a whole host of teams. I think we've got 10 or 11 teams uh, being covered. So you know, get your questions in. We'll play the best ones out on the show and we'll put them to the coaches and the players. Uh, would very much like it to be an interactive type uh, of podcast week, that one for uh, BritBall. That should be week commenced, second week in August, uh, with all the week the interviews being done the week before. So try and get those in before that. Uh, similarly, if you uh, follow us on Twitter, uh, I think what we'll do is we're, we're nearing the 200 followers stage, and, and I'd like to just personally thank every, each and every one of you for following us uh, on social media. Really appreciate it. Um, so if you can give us any retweets or any shares, that would be awesome. Um, but when we get to 250, I'll probably do a, li- a little a little giveaway of, of some kind. Uh, and then we get to 500, I'll probably upgrade the NFL jersey to a signed one as well. Looking to do a couple of competitions, a couple of pick'em competitions, um, and a couple of maybe last man standing competitions to raise some money for some teams over here in the Britball game and double coverage as well. So if you're interested in that, keep your eyes peeled on social media for that. Um, but like I say, that will pretty much do it for this week. We'll be back again next week with a couple of podcasts for you. In the great words of Kevin Cadle, it's bye-bye for now. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Full 10 Yards Podcast. Follow us on Facebook or Twitter at Full 10 Yards or email the show full10yards at gmail.com.